0: Hello, happy day whenever you're listening to this. Programming note, because we are nearing the holidays, on this episode we will be covering Beverly Hills, Salt Lake, Winterhouse, and Potomac. Um, because we are trying to get our Christmas together, we did not have time to cover Miami. Uh, but we are definitely still watching. And then Southern Charm, we will comment on a preview that we saw. So again, just programming notes. So thank you all for bearing with us as we dive into Beverly Hills. I
1: give Sutton a lot of credit for going on this date. Well, not going on it, but sticking through it. Um Sal was an interesting fellow. I will say, first, first take, he was very attractive. I thought he was like a very good-looking senior fella. I agree. I mean, I was like, I was was excited for, and then he started talking and I was like, it was, I agree with her. It was a lot of mom stories. And then like, I don't know if maybe he was just nervous and like, was trying to make it seem like it's endearing. He has a strong relationship with his mom. He's no Brian Benny, like Brian Benny, the way he would talk about his mom. You're like, this is cute. This is sweet. I also think when you get to a certain age, it's like either I was just about to say that. There's yeah. an age limit
0: on how cute and sweet that is. Like Yeah, it's
1: like now it's like it's cute and sweet if you're taking care of your mother and I think it's nice that they went to Vegas together. Just the whole story I was like I agreed with Sutton, but she said typically she would have left the date early. She would have had someone call her or she would have said she had a hangnail she needed to take care of and she would have left and so you know what? Good for our girl. And the best part about it is we go from the date well, not jump right into, but my next favorite part was we somehow have formed a trio of Erica Sutton and Garcelle, three single women in the group. And they were like so funny, so hilarious. Like they were throwing little digs in a playful way at each other. Like we really got to see all three of them sort of like Shine in a way that we've never seen individually and then collectively as a group, I loved this trio.
0: This is the beauty of the Fox Force Five not being together anymore is that we get to see more of this. I think Erica, although you know some people have made comments about whether or not we miss Renna or not. I think renna Erica without Renna is like does her such a service in the sense that we get to see her in these types of settings
1: I mean she like they were just hilarious they were having a lot of drinks I I don't know if it was a little bit of the production like I'll have another lychee I'll have another like martini I'll have another Belvedere it was um they were definitely having a lot of drinks they were joking that maybe they were tipsy and I think what made it like showed like such a difference was when it was the three of them Garcelle made the joke about Sutton making out with her driver and it was very playful it was like girlfriends like if it would be like you know if you brought up my bra ending up on the snowman. If I cap thing, you saying it to me, I laugh. It's funny. If some random person, and I'm in a large group says something about like, all of a sudden, like, and I heard on your podcast that in college, your bra ended up on a snowman. I'd be like, well, now I feel like you're trying to discredit me. You're trying to embarrass me, which is what Dorit did. And we'll, we'll get into that. But I, um, I love that it it was just so playful for them. And even, Erica saying something to Sutton about it. It made it funny, light. They were like, she was kind of pretend, like punching her, you know, like not, but you know, like how you kind of, yeah, like, like what Taylor Swift did to Blake Lively at the Chiefs game in New York um a month and a half ago. But like, it was just really, it was really cool to see this friendship, like that seemed genuine and authentic. I don't think they were just playing for the cameras.
0: Yeah, no, I'm here for it. I I love seeing this. I think this is what keeps Beverly Hills fresh by seeing different friendships like that
1: absolutely and again i mean like we'll talk about our top 10 um moments of 2023 with two judgy girls summer mary a little plug for that that's coming out next week and we do mention renna um i will say renna not being there it has really it has really helped i think beverly hills overall um then we get to taco night which is a very elevated taco night crystal like has like fancy steak and all like when I'm thinking taco night, I think authentic, like taco bar, not authentic, but you know, like
0: I was going to say like, an authentic, we were talking crunchy shells yeah. and the El Paso taco seasoning. Yeah, but this was like, so when, you know, when people are like it's
1: a taco Tuesday, they're like, when I mean, you think of like a taco bar, you know, you think of like maybe some chicken, ground beef, you've got cheese, you've got guac, you've got salsas, other accoutrements maybe. But this was like very, of course, Beverly Hills, very elevated, very fancy. So they're having this Taco Tuesday. Erica has been warned that Denise is going to show up, that she's being invited. So she kind of knows going into it. Denise shows up, though, and she says to um, Dorit, you know, when I got home that night, I had a fever of almost 100. Oh, my God. And Dorit, in her confessional, was like, "Um, was it a fever or was it, like, implying she was drinking? I... Think you would need a fever of like a hundred and five to believe to like explain that behavior. That's not a mild fever behavior,
0: the way she was acting. Also, you would have said that, that I feel warm and that I feel like I'm having a fever come on. And Denise, just own it. Just say, Oh my gosh, I was a bit off that night. You know, I I had a little too many. Tequila neats or I don't know the proper way of saying that. Right. Before I came over I was really nervous. I think just admit to it versus making up the fact that you have 104 fever. Honey, you're not going to get away from the fever dream of the upside down jacket and you're welcome thank you. Like let's just call, let's just call it what it was.
1: I right. I mean, girl, just own it. Ah, uh, so then we get into I forgot how it came up, but somehow Dorit overhears the Sutton making out with the driver thing. And this was not said. I think Erica made it like a funny little like quip about it to Garcelle. This wasn't said very loud. It wasn't a large group, but Dorit hears it. And then we get into this big, massive group setting and Dorit and Sutton start talking and Dorit just kind of like threw that out as like, cause Sutton was being asked, like, you know, why are you so like rude about stuff? And then she was like, but you're okay making out with a driver. And it just like kind of, and this is when the whole group's together. And so it was not done in a playful way. Garcelle jumps in and was like, now wait a minute. I think you're saying that to embarrass her. And that was a story that I told amongst the three of us in a silly, playful way. And then Dorit takes it as like, why is it OK for Erica to say something, but not me and like this concept victim? And so Dorit says to Garcelle, they start talking about like kind of going not like back and forth, but Dorit's like, now you're attacking me. And Garcelle is like, here we are once again with Dorit and her bubble. And it's like anytime someone says their feelings of how Dorit has upset them, Dorit makes herself the victim. So Garcelle says in front of the group I can't with you and your privilege and Dorit gets upset by this but it was interesting a lot of the women agreed with Garcelle and you could tell there was a kind of silence no one was standing up for Dorit and I give Garcelle a lot of credit and applause for saying it but I also want to give credit to Erica and her confessional who said when a white woman says to another white woman, you're attacking me right now, it's very different than when a white woman says it to a black woman. And that's just the way the world works. Like, and so what was interesting too, is Dorit, like Erica says that not quite so direct and with the group, but then Dorit's like, Garcelle, I'd love to talk with you about it. And Garcelle's like, we're good. It's not my job to educate you. Oh, like bloop. It's just like, I, I was like, whoa, like at that moment we're really seeing garcelle being like you know what I, not that she doesn't stand up for herself but i think no, sometimes but like, she does it shit. yeah and she doesn't always do it with a big group it was also interesting bill burr's wife the comedian bill burr his wife is friends with crystal she was there um bill burr for those who don't know he's a white comedian he actually has like red hair like not that that matters but he's like a very white man um and his wife happens to be black um so she like they kind of cut to her and she was sort of like nodding along like I'm on your side, Garcelle. Um, It was just, it was, it was an interesting moment because there was a very diverse group, I think, listening to this conversation. Then Dorit's like, well, I want the hot seat off of me. So she's like, Denise, why aren't you and Erica making up? And Denise was like, don't do this, Uh, Dorit, don't do this. And she's like, do you have something to say to her? And she was like, what is wrong with you? And so then Dorit's like, I'm going to go visit PK. I haven't seen him in a week. And she gets up and leaves. And then it turns into the conversation with Denise and Erica. And I love it that Denise was kind of like, basically, Erica's like, we don't have to have this conversation. And Denise is like, we're not doing this on your terms. And Erica's like, well, clearly we're doing it on yours. You came in, you called me a bitch. I apologized. You were slurring your words, incoherent. And like, we're done. Like it's fine. And then Denise is like, You implied that my daughter has had a threesome. Oh and my Erica, God. Erica's like, um, that's not at all what I said, but. I mean, she was like kids these days with phones. And Denise is like, we're not talking about kids these days. We're talking about my kids. And then Erica goes, "Um, but your oldest daughter is on OnlyFans. So you don't think she's heard of this before? And then it started and Erica gives the best line. Like, I'm like, give Erica an Emmy. She, and she even says, you don't think I'm going to go low? Have you met me before? And she goes, I just want to know who's more profitable on OnlyFans, you or Sammy?
0: And that's the Erica we've all known so love. But but now we said it. Everyone was thinking, but now we said it. So Beverly Hills continues to deliver after like a Kyle heavy episode. It's like the heat's off Kyle uh, this round, but another great episode of Beverly Hills. Let's move on to the Bermuda Triangle, Salt Lake. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So we are basically one episode away from the finale at this point.
1: And I think we're ending in Bermuda. This is a
0: housewife first to end on a trip, not on a cast trip. Yeah. Yes. So Monica. So it's just very interesting to me. So she pulls Meredith um, aside. They're like walking on the beach. Monica saying that she would send the DMS to Angie, like jokingly just makes me look forward to the reveal that it's her.
1: I, I mean it's I mean, just
0: it's this is what's gonna happen, you guys. And we've been saying people it all along. are
1: saying that they still think it's Meredith. I mean, I don't think Meredith's hands are as clean as she's implying. I but I think the DMs are from Monica.
0: Oh, the DMs are a hundred percent from Monica. So I I look forward to that reveal. Then we have Whitney and Angie playing tennis, a little tennis to kind of talk about the evening and how weird it was that Meredith went from like confrontation to being like basically being attacked to then later singing happy birthday to it was a wild it was a wild and then i mean
1: it just gets even like wilder that like talking about the whiplash it's like then we kind of see it again when they're all on the catamaran which is just or no they're on yeah they're on the catamaran um and like Lisa is calling Meredith a liar. They're like yelling at each other. And then we're on the bus and Meredith's like, I just want you to know Brooks got this amazing modeling gig. And I, you know what he told me when I told him that we were fighting, he said, mom, lean into Lisa. She knows who you really are. I'm like, one, Brooks didn't say that <laughs> Two, Like, it was just like, th- there is a lot of whiplash
0: going. It on. was a lot of whiplash in that moment. Specifically. It was just very classic housewives in terms of like two people those are two people who have a history together and they've gone so low with each other that calling her a liar is like nothing because we were past that she's fucked half mm-hmm. of New i would say we've <laughs> had a whore who's fucked half of new york saying a liar that'd
1: be like maybe like oh um you've got something in your teeth like, yeah you
0: know it's not it's, it's nothing yeah. it's like you know little cute 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 i do want to give a Quick shout out going back to the tennis moment. Um, to production, I love the talking head of Meredith saying you can leave. I always enjoy when they do things you like that. You can leave, yeah. I also want to briefly discuss leading up to the catamaran. Sorry, going a little bit backwards here, but would you have you ever shaved your legs on a bus leading up? I so
1: shout out Billy Razors. I don't use shaving cream. Um, a good razor, you, you typically don't need shaving cream. I would never do a dry shave like that on a bus, also. Like the razor burn, I think you would get from it. Like just a pure well, dry ju- shave. Oh,
0: also jumping into the ocean. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, you're asking for no. No, I wouldn't. I would never. Girl, don't be it. suing Beauty Lab for your
1: dumb mistakes. I mean, yes, exactly. Gonna blame
0: her spray tan person next Exactly. For yeah. So we have the whiplash between Lisa and Meredith. So they're like kind of recapping the night uh monica has glam which was a shock to me i'm like well, this is a Whitney's girl- glam oh it was wh- okay thank you yeah for clarifying that So when i saw this i was like okay what in the hell and also Whitney girl you would i mean i'm not one to like call people out without makeup but i was like honey you've, you've seen some I, better days <laughs> her well, she eyes had like, she had like mascara running all over i'm
1: like i mean you can wash your face before you go to glam like yeah. I'm like Girl, the
0: skin scan before you yeah. Doesn't she have beauty products? Exact yes. Exfoliate, honey. So yeah. she comes in, Monica's getting glam by Whitney's person. And then they started to like kind of kiki about the night before and just talking about how crazy it is that now Meredith is back to kissing Lisa's or Lisa's kissing one of them. They're kissing each other's asses. We can't keep like, there. Yeah. How like crazy that is. And then it kind of goes into um also how Whitney feels like she's been shamed um she starts alluding to this about Heather and like like her not wanting to talk about sexuality so they get this you know she starts kind of kind of teasing this up and then she says this to Heather at the dinner is this the dinner Dinner and then it, it drinks. It gets brought up again. Too. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Before the Bermuda like triangle. Yes. So yeah. they're at dinner. They're taking a million selfies. And good lighting. It, I get it. I good mean, good lighting. I mean, how many selfies of yourself do you have on your phone?
1: Oh, that's a good question. Um, let me check.
0: And granted, this is I have four hundred, but they're I not have, just me. A I would say it's a lot of, of my kids. Child, a I lot have, of my child. Do. I have
1: five hundred and twelve. Oh, but you know what? It's also once people have sent me. That's confusing.
0: I would say looking through my phone, a majority of them are of my daughter who steals my phone. And this this isn't like a full record of all the selfies I've taken. But of course, Lisa Barlow has the most selfies, of course. So then, you know, Whitney is reaching like no other, Um, in my opinion, talking to... Heather so actually this didn't get brought up at dinner they go to the some bar afterwards and they get drinks they're at this cool bar with money hanging down from the ceiling she did bring up at dinner the boudoir thing yeah like how interesting it is that yeah
1: that you put me in the book and because that's where Heather was like are you trying to say my book was only a bestseller because your name was in it and she didn't get to the you exploited my vagina part yet I'm very confused like one, I was like, I never knew Heather was a boudoir photographer. <laughs> I like, need to unpack that. Moment. I was like, like, the Mormons are okay with this? Like, I, the, Okay.
0: How do um, you get, I mean, that is a very specific and niche thing to be like a photographer of. Right. And also, that's how they met. I knew that they didn't know they were
1: cousins immediately. Like, it wasn't like they grew up as cousins. I just thought they knew each other m- more and before 2017. Anyway. They meet 2017 doing boudoir photo shoots, and I don't know how they determine their cousins, but they do. Uh, yeah, and then we jump to, like, you exploited my vagina. I don't know. I feel like we're reaching, like, it does sound like Heather sent Whitney what w- was going to be in the book about I Which, know I think for you legally
0: have p- to do that. You legally have to to do that. Like, in order to publish the book, the publisher to, like, dot their I's and cross their T's and avoid, to avoid any lawsuits will send a copy of anyone that's mentioned that's like standard so Whitney is full of shit I'm just like honey you are reaching here that she's like shaming your sexuality she just shared like Heather said an anecdote I think there's there's like listen Heather being a prude and like not willing to talk about her own sex life doesn't mean she's shaming you because she took sexy photos of you like there's no there's a disconnect there I know. We're and reaching.
1: I feel like I know she said she didn't want to talk about who she recently had sex with. I think that was more feeling insecure. I don't think it's fair that we keep saying she's not willing to talk about sex because she didn't want to talk about
0: her daughter's having sex. I don't know. I just was like, I feel like we're still holding that over her head. If now. anything, the only thing they could have brought up is when during the Gen Shah period of time. I remember very vividly Heather just talking openly about wanting to date certain, like, men uh, and, well, like. She said, like, she wanted, like, a black dick. Yes. That wasn't, she, like, a. Yeah. But, but so I do. Maybe Jin Shaw brought out a different side of Heather. Yes, and now but, she's, so, like. So I, I feel like if you're going to bring up something, I would be, like, so don't you remember that time you went on a date on camera? And yeah. You said all these things. Like, that is plausible. Everything else is not. So. Uh, yeah, 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 uh, Whitney continues. I do want to give a shout out to Heather sharing her Costco card. Um, while she had some facial paralysis happening, I, I, it was, you know, too bold and by Bell's
1: that. palsy is, I don't to say super common, but I know of three different people who experienced it postpartum. It is like a weird. Thing that can happen where you do like it's half of your face
0: is paralyzed. Um, yes, no, it's a really it terrifying and very humbling. Can but we I also talk about it, though
1: that. Monica starting to say the side of her face hurts and like oh yes, how could I? That's forget what that? started it because she said yes. maybe I'm having a stroke, and Heather's like no, because you wouldn't be able to smile at all. I had Bell's palsy. I went through all those. T- I think what, maybe they didn't show all that, but I think what she was trying to say is she went through a lot of tests probably to rule out a stroke as part of getting. No, but diagnosis. that
0: is what I mean. Monica is beyond unhinged, y'all. The fact that she's saying this knowingly, in my opinion, that we're going to see in the finale that she's suing Heather. I personally think that's what the phone call is going to be about. I mean, and it has think- to be
1: because if it was anyone else, why are they all only not talking to Monica?
0: And then I think the reveal is going to be the DMs along with that as well. But I think that is what gets Heather really going. She's like, you're coming for my fucking business. You bitch is what I'm anticipating. And I am so mad. We have to wait for the new year for the finale of Salt Lake. But the girls continue to deliver. Let's take a quick ad break here. I think you guys, we've been telling you all about dose. I didn't realize there's benefits of having a quick dose for your liver. So let me remind you and tell you about some of the ways that the benefits of dose for your liver. So it's clinically shown to support healthy liver enzyme function based on double blind study, ensures optimal liver function, improves long-term liver health, supports healthy metabolic function and digestion, increases energy levels and active energy and focus. So the way that I incorporate dose into my everyday routine, I try to exercise three to four times a week. I take it either in the morning with breakfast or after I've worked out and I usually eat like a banana. I try to eat. I try to take dose and it's super, super easy. And I, it tastes very good. I think it's very easily to think that this is not going to taste that great but it actually tastes really good. And some of the things that I've noticed since I've been taking it regularly is I have a lot more energy. Um, and also what makes it unique, unlike other wellness shots, doses not contain standard juices or powders. It's formulated with organic herbs. It's vegan, gluten and dairy-free and zero sugar. Its organic wellness shots combine potent ingredients in clinically researched dosages to functionally support healthier body every day. With Dose, each ingredient is potent and delivers results. For example, one shot of Dose for Your Liver is equivalent to 17 shots of turmeric juice. They've done clinical studies of proving that it's great. And why is liver health important? Like, why are we talking about Dose for Your Liver? The liver is responsible for over 500 functions daily. Liver health can impact everything from your brain to your skin to gut health, digestion, everything in between. Dose for Your Liver is formulated with ingredients clinically shown to support liver health potent turmeric, a milk thistle, dandelion, and ginger. If you want to give Dose a shot and invest in your health, Dose is offering Real Moms of Bravo, Bravo listeners 15% off your first order, plus an additional 15% off if you subscribe for a monthly delivery. That's 30% off your first order. Go to Dosedaily.co slash Real Moms and use code Real Moms. That's Dosedaily.co slash Real Moms and use code Real Moms.
1: This holiday season, I want to give a gift to my loved ones that makes them feel special and unique, just like the relationship we share. That's why I'm gifting everyone I care about StoryWorth. StoryWorth is an online service that helps you and your loved ones preserve precious memories and stories for years to come. It is a thoughtful and meaningful gift that connects you to those who matter. Every week, StoryWorth emails your relative or friend a thought-provoking question of your choice from their vast pool of possible options. Each unique prompt asks questions you've never thought to ask, like what's the bravest thing you've ever done before? Or if you could see into the future, what would it look like? One of my favorite ones I asked my father-in-law is what are you most proud of in your life? After one year, StoryWorth will compile all your loved one's stories, including photos, into a beautiful keepsake that you'll be able to share and revisit for generations to come. Also, spoiler alert, this is a great thing to give to like your dad, your mom, mother-in-law, father-in-law. And then for your siblings or sister-in-law, brother-in-law, you can buy additional books and give them as a gift. So, you know, next year when you're trying to figure out what to get everyone, you can give them the book um, for the person, the loved one that you all um, share in common. You can give them their book. Um, And I think the book tool is just a really cool thing to have to um, cherish, you know, for years to come. Reading the weekly stories helps connect you with loved ones no matter how near or far apart you are. I will say there's um, some questions that we'll ask, like, you know, have you ever been arrested or you couldn't write your own? And I was shocked some of the things my father in law shared just about like stories of times he got in trouble as a teenager, as a kid. You sometimes forget um, that when you meet someone and they're already in their you know 50s or 60s, that they were once um, a teenager and a 20 something that did silly, stupid things without thought. So kind of reading those stories and seeing a side of the person that you didn't necessarily know about. With StoryWorth, I'm giving those I love most a thoughtful, personal gift from the heart and preserving their memories and stories for years to come. Go to StoryWorth.com slash Real Moms and save $10 on your first purchase. That's StoryWorth.com realmoms Real Moms to save $10 on your first purchase.
0: You've heard me talk about my love for Quince. Their timeless pieces have transformed my closet. So when it comes to dressing my family for the holidays or picking out gifts, you know I'm shopping Quince. Quince offers a range of high-quality items with prices within reach, like 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters from $50, washable silk tops and dresses, cotton sweaters, and comfy pants. With all Quince items, everything is priced 50 to 80%, less than similar brands. That's why I'm giving the gift of Quince soft, soft cashmere to my nearest and dearest this year. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings onto us and quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical and responsible responsible manufacturing practices along with premium fabrics and finishes and i love that you guys have heard abby and i rave about the cashmere sweater honestly that's such a gift an easy gift that can impress those around you very easily it's an easy gift that can impress your family members How it compares to other brands, I've gotten so many compliments. My mother in particular is like, oh my gosh, mommy, that looks expensive. Where did you get that? And I'm like, well, that's Quince. Get high quality essentials at affordable prices for you and the whole family with Quince. Go to quince.com slash real moms for free shipping and 365 day returns on your orders. That is com slash real moms to get free shipping and 365 day returns quince.com slash real moms winter house this finale was packed with all sorts of things and we will also discuss the reunion i was expecting like a 30 minute reunion and it was way longer than that
1: i i know i thought the same thing i'm like well they're gonna cram a lot in there in 20 minutes when you factor in commercial breaks um i will say i enjoyed the reunion a lot more than i enjoyed a lot of the episodes of I actually the
0: finale I was I kind of enjoyed so let's talk about the highlights from the finale before we discuss the reunion I think Malia is a real one for telling Sam straight up that you've been in a situation shit for eight months and kind of made Sam realize like fuck she's right like had this kind of light bulb moment go off in her head so I kind of You know, Malia wasn't always my favorite on Below Deck, but I do appreciate her directness in this case. Her delivery isn't
1: always great. I think she could have, like, there's some digs she could have not thrown at Sam if she truly was like, woman to woman, I want to tell you about this. But in the end, it forced Sam to go have this conversation with Corey. I don't know why she's still with Corey, though. I will say, like, if someone's response to me was like, technically, yes, I am your boyfriend, like, there was not a lot of excitement. It was like you, co- like, kind of coerced him into this, and then you cut to his confessional where he's like, "My mom said shit or get off the pot, so I guess we're shitting." I'm like, "Oh, like, come on, Corey,
0: this is not romantic at all." No, I think I would be so activated if I heard technically, and I'd be like, "Oh, so technically, like, I would yeah. have gone off." Like, I would technically
1: have not been like, we could break up too. Yeah. Like, I, I was. And I feel like at the reunion, she kept saying, like, we talk about this every single day. I'm like, then you don't have a healthy relationship if you still haven't moved past what happened in February.
0: Also, like, let's be real. Like, if he's being flirtatious, there's so many rumors about Corey being flirtatious in Charlotte where he resides um, full time. So I don't know. It's like, girl, love yourself. Like, please love yourself. Uh, I also. Let's talk about
1: Brian Benny, though, getting his makeout.
0: I, okay, that makeout scene that was so like was, crazy. So, Alex is on the bed, like about to like pass out. They're trying to get him to get up. Then, all of a sudden, Casey, wild Casey, just looks at Brian Benny, who's trying to convince him and decides to start making out with him while on top of Alex. That really prompted Alex to get up. And then Brian and Casey continue to go at it.
1: Casey was, like, maybe my favorite, actually, in the end. Like, I loved, like, her energy. I loved her at the reunion. I think Andy did, too. Like, not to keep jumping between finale and reunion. But when she had a genuine apology to Sam, I love that Andy's like, could you teach some of the housewives how to apologize? Because they are the worst at apologies. She just was such a vibe this last
0: episode. She's so chill, too. Like, how are you so chill? chill i don't she's, know i love it she just seems like a good time girl i just you know she wore that skirt with her ass out she's pulling brian benning giving him what he finally wanted i also like the vibe the next morning where she's eating like meat like, st- like i loved it cold meat like it's game of thrones and i'm but just I'm like hung over i need something this danielle is sure. was looking at her with complete disgust but that like made me laugh Flooding and shorts, I kind of ship. Like, I know logistically it's never going to, like, turn out to anything more. I think that's why, that. though,
1: it's going to not work, but why it will continue to be more than just, like, a winter house. I mean, playing. yeah.
0: And on the reunion, they basically said they, like, see each other sporadically. They mm-hmm. had, like, fun. But I actually think they make, like, a very cute pairing and kind of reminds me of the aspects of why I like shorts and how he got his mojo back i thought it was cute although danielle takes all the credit that he set up like a little date um if we want to call it that just like a little patio moment yeah. and you know he got he got his. Um, shoes apparently katie
1: them. you know he said that katie approves of katie Floody.
0: so yeah so i am i'm here for that i i really like Floody. i think she's she seems like a she, really good name. yeah of all the below deckers that of this group. She was my
1: favorite.
0: I 100% agree. However, the date was set in a place where Kyle Cook peas. He's like, your date is where I pee. So that made me. Lose it a love little love bit it. of a
1: romance. But also, I mean, you know, he, he did what he could. He did the, what he
0: could at the moment. So, Danielle. our Okay, our girl. We love her, you guys. And you know that. And we are with you, though, in terms of the whole, like, Alex- jordan danielle triangle so essentially alex was holding strong for most of the episode of like we're just friends she's like am i friend zone? he he's like yeah but then she kind of seduced him into the bathroom he has a penis and he was thinking with his with his dick and alex has been very flirty with jordan i feel like a lot of their flirtations have been initiated by Alex. Like, I don't think it's fair to come at Jordan. And I do feel like Jordan's just been like, thank you. Like hasn't. said anything out of line. She did pull Alex aside and like, basically was like, you're one of the closest friends I've made here. Kumbaya, hug it out. But from a distance, Danielle was reading it as like, what the fuck? Like they're flirting all over my face. And, blah 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 and again like the breaking point we're having the last night party and then she sees you know jordan dancing and alex is like coming up to her and saying stuff they're like vibing but everyone's dancing and it turns into what the fuck are you doing you know i'm fucking this guy and you're out here like shaking your ass in front of him i also
1: feel like Danielle, like, Casey gave a great apology to Sam. I think Daniela was one to Jordan, and I don't think it was ever given. Like, I don't think Jordan, I truly I really don't think she was super flirtatious, just being honest. But I also just don't think, like, even if she was, I don't think it's, like, she didn't initiate it. I just felt like it was really unfair that it all was falling on her.
0: Um, super unfair. I mean, the girl hasn't had sex in two years. Yeah. Like, a little flirt. She's Yeah. yeah doing wrong and again it's casual so if it's right and casual that's
1: the thing it's like you're out there of like making it seem like you guys are just friends with benefits so then you can't act like this is like your exclusive boyfriend i don't know there was just there was a and, but i will say like danielle seemed very different at the reunion i think because she now has a true casual fling with joe bradley and she's going to charleston She and like, he celebrated
0: her birthday with yeah. her he's in new york i also also MVP to Casey, her passing out on Schwartz was very, oh, I love that moment. Funny. Yeah. Very funny. But in terms of the reunion, um, here are a couple highlights. I think Brian Benny making his move on any woman, uh, is just hilarious to me. And Monica of Salt Lake, he has a thing for Monicas. <laughs> he does <laughs> someone love he does memed, a Monica. Someone memed all the Monicas that he has liked. Uh, so that made me laugh
1: um yeah but no i mean it's um it was probably three episodes more than what we needed for winter house but um reunion somewhat redeemed it but let's let's jump to potomac and talk about uh the ladies in austin there i mean i was like dying laughing um in this moment but there were there was i mean we saw a different side of just um robin she finally is like opening up and like having emotion instead of being like We don't care.
0: We're fine. Everything's perfect. I think seeing her be vulnerable and just like, what do you guys want from me? Why do you guys keep coming after me? And kind of breaking down was, again, like, obviously you don't want to see someone like hurting, but it makes you realize that, oh my gosh, she does have feelings in there. Like she's bothering her. Like this this isn't, yeah. This is bugging her to the point where they get back to the chicken shit bingo she, like, kind of removes herself because she's pissed off at Candace. She's pissed off that Chris is saying things. Candace, of course, is trying to back her man. And she's like, Robin's essentially like, fuck this. I'm going to go outside and sit on a curb. <laughs> and then you have Mia and Giselle having a conversation about Robin while Robin's just sitting. Like, her, earshot. Like, like, clear shot. Like, very close to where they could she could overhear everything. Well, I think that's <laughs> why she got up
1: and, like, walked away. And then I was dying, though, when... Mia's like, oh, we're on the move. And good old Jizzy's like, we're on the move? Why are we on the move? These aren't my shoes for on the move. And she's like, can't we just Uber? Uh, I was laughing so hard. So they ultimately leave. I think it was like the right thing to do for them to go. Like, you know, for Robin to leave the situation, Giselle to go there you know go with her be a good yes. friend.
0: do you think that robin's the reason why juan lost his job like the women were essentially looting like yeah, it like, was like i wouldn't have talked about like the legal matters like she feels like she contributed to him losing his job
1: but i don't remember robin talking about the legal matters last
0: i, I mean she did on the reunion like a yeah. little bit it like, was she, like directly asked to her though it was yes It was directly asked her i don't think she said anything that like i think that's a kind of a disconnect and a reach yeah if you research and go into that whole situation there are so many other receipts as to why he got fired. i mean i
1: think he got fired because people went to him letting him know that sexual abuse was happening under his like watch and supervision and he didn't do anything i mean like this is exactly what happened at Penn State with the football Hello. team. Like, Yes. So, this isn't like the first time. Sadly, yes. this isn't the first time we've heard this type of no, story. No, absolutely. So.
0: Unfortunately, no. Correct. Uh, I also, you know, got to love, I love my girl, Karen, because she has an aversion <laughs> to chickens. She can't eat two chickens. Two years. She's
1: two years chicken free. I was like, <laughs> she made it seem like she had like chickens have like terrorized her her whole life and when she turned a neck, I was like, I haven't had chicken for two years. I'm like, you were eating chicken then at the beginning of the pandemic. Like, I love you, Karen. But I did. You just made me laugh. Oh, and then all of them, like, it was funny. Like, at first, they were all, like, grossed out. And then, like, each one of them had a chicken they kind of loved. Uh, Dr.
0: Wendy, she really, her and Miracle Whip really connect. That was a cute Mir- chicken. That was a cute chicken. It also just made me laugh because Candace is getting emotional by talking about Robin with her cry- yeah. <laughs> triangle. Then how you does have she wendy, not poke her damn eye i don't know it's an art she's crying Well, karen's like ew chickens like what are you doing wendy and then wendy's like miracle whip like that whole scene was like just so comedic and funny And then karen me. starts doing like
1: a chicken dance she's like i think these chickens are getting to me i mean i was it was it was really funny i it was
0: i actually it. think chicken shit bingo sounds like fun i would I imagine it's I mean, horrible I, in there but it seems well, like a fun I mean, like Thing I think like it should be a
1: little more open air. I guess yes. they can't. Well, chickens can't fly. They can't go that far. I feel like we should have a little more airflow. I think then the smell would be better. But yeah, for you know, sure. it couldn't have been that bad. They stayed there for what seemed like a hot minute.
0: Yeah. So then we go on to the next day. It's finally Karen's birthday. Triple twenty. I'm gonna say double twenty when we <laughs> are close to forty. Uh, thank you, Karen, for that. So she finally hit triple twenty. Jizzy comes over and brings her a baggie of goodies that were likely from her hotel room. But Karen still loved it. I thought it was really sweet. I do.
1: I say this every time. I do feel like even though they can be kind of frenemies, I do think at the end of the day, they do actually respect one another. And they've said that several times that like they think they're both a good mother. They think like there are positives to the to each person. And they both recognize that and one another.
0: Yes, absolutely. I thoroughly enjoyed that as well. And I thought the shout out from the women um, giving Karen a birthday shout out was also like very sweet. So I enjoyed that as well. One thing I did not enjoy is Juan continuing to be the fucking worst. So Robin is just basically trying to like vent like anyone should be able to do and just explain like, okay, this is what's happening. They keep asking and saying all this stuff. And he goes off on her and is so cold and such a fucking dick i'm like leave Juan dixon robin you are better than that
1: when do we think their divorce happens i mean it's not an f because he's gonna cheat
0: in a more public way again i think i he's I, just a fucking dick like i just yeah. i just don't like how we talked to her and i hope jizzy's like said something about this in the reunion so I'm going to give it three years. I don't know how old her boys are, but I could totally see her waiting it out until they're out of the house. I was just going to say, she gives like, me that vibe. like, age, and then they're done. She kind of yeah. gives me that vibe, but I just want her to ha- find her happy, ever-ending, and Juan Dixon is not. And it.
1: she's actually not that old. <clears throat> like, I I mean, I know she's not, but, like, I was thinking, I was, like, looking it up. Let me double check, but Robin Dixon age. Hey. She's
0: 44.
1: Yeah, I'm like, girl, you still have time to, like.
0: And our kids are fourteen and thirteen,
1: so I think what I think once they're like junior seniors in high school <clears throat> the the process will begin um that's just my my thought, but anyway, um that's quite the weekend bravo, man,
0: quite the weekend Bravo. who are you gonna give your shout out to?
1: I'm gonna give it to all of the teachers you guys worked tirelessly um you know. I would say year round, I know you quote get summer's off, but it's actually like a month, and you do a lot of prep work. um so enjoy your time away from um all of the crazy kids and um for those of you that are teachers with that with kids yourself, um I hope you get to enjoy just being with your own children um all day and um having less kids uh, in your life. I know it's still chaotic when you're a mother, but I want to give a shout out to all the teachers who are about to go on their Christmas break.
0: I want to give it to all the parents who are part of creating the magic of Christmas. Fucking Santa doesn't do shit. Let's be real. It's all of, it's all of us wrapping the gifts and making it nice a la Dorinda Medley. So shout out to you. Give yourselves a pat on the back. Give yourself all the grace for creating all the magic and the memories. It's definitely going to be worth it on Christmas. If you celebrate Christmas, but it is fucking stressful leading up to it. So I just want to give you a pat on the back and that recognition. Thank you so much to everybody who's given us a written review. We've hit our goal in 2024. I want to hit 2000. So help us now by hitting five stars or leave a quick written review. And with that, make it a great day or don't. The choice is yours. We are thrilled to have Sideshow
1: sponsoring our podcast today. They offer a wide selection of premium figures, statues, and fine art from the worlds of Star Wars, DC, Marvel, Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings, and more. These limited edition, handcrafted, officially licensed collectibles bring pop culture's biggest icons to life in your home. And here's the best part. You can get an exclusive $50 off your first order of $200 or more. It's a great opportunity for new customers to dive into the world of high quality collectibles, or you can gift it to that super geek in your life. Plus, shopping at Sideshow earns 5% back in Sideshow rewards, meaning for every $100 you spend, you get $5 back in rewards that can be used on future purchases. While geeking out is its own reward, your collection goes farther with Sideshow. So what are you waiting for? Visit Sideshow.com, promo code REALMOMS right now, and get ready to let your geek side show.
0: Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s.